Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the February 2019 CTSS quiz. I hope your winter is going well. We haven't had snow really yet. I think we had a little bit. So hopefully February will not be a bad month, and hopefully the groundhog will be happy. Anyway, we have 10 terrific cases for you, and without further ado, let's get started. The most likely diagnosis in this patient is gave you two great images, one axial CT mid-abdomen and one cinematic rendering. What you can see on the axial imaging are multiple soft tissues off the skin. They're low density, homogeneous, they're not really enhancing. And then if you look at the patient's entire chest and abdomen, you see there are two numerous to count lesions uh, in the chest wall, abdominal wall, pelvis. Lymphoma can give you subcutaneous nodules, but there's usually more skin thickening, irregularity, and enhancement. Think about mycosis fungoides, melanoma, solid masses, enhancing, and not that many probably. Lipomatosis, this doesn't look like fat. With lipomatosis, you don't get that many lesions or that large. This is a classic example of neurofibromatosis. These are all multiple cutaneous neurofibromas. Just a beautiful example. The most likely diagnosis in this 30-year-old with left lower quadrant pain. When you look at the images, coronal and a uh, MIP imaging, you see a thickened loop of small bowel to the left of midline. When you look at the MIP, you see the most beautiful comb sign. The comb sign was almost classic, though not perfect, for Crohn's disease. Also, you see a lot of fat around the bowel, fiber fatty proliferation. This is not the appearance of ischemic colitis. It's not the appearance of infectious colitis. There's no mass effect or infiltration. This is not lymphoma. The fatty infiltration, the comb sign, classic example of Crohn's disease. Just a beautiful case. This patient has a mass in the neck. What is it? Again, axial imaging and then a cinematic lookup from below. Beautiful hypervascular mass surrounding the patient's left carotid carotid body tumor. This is a paraganglioma. No, it's not lymphoma. Lymphoma does enhance as much, and you would see more nodes if there was lymphoma. It's not in the thyroid. It's not a neurofibroma, which are typically low attenuation. Classic paraganglioma. Just a beautiful, beautiful classic case. This patient has small bowel obstruction. What's the cause? Well, you look at axial and then volume rendering, you see multiple dilated bowel loops. And if you look at the volume rendering, which gives you the full abdomen, you can see the transitions right up a quadrant. You look back at the axials as well as on the volume rendering, you see a solid mass that's in the region of the hepatic flexure. Unfortunately for this patient, it's not a case of adhesions and it's not intussusception. It could be lymphoma. I guess that's a possibility, lymphoma. I have seen infiltration of the large bowel. I have seen terminal ileum lymphoma with intussusception into the large bowel, but this is not an intussusception. This is solid mass, and most likely, and this was in fact an adenocarcinoma of the patient's hepatic flexure. Just a beautiful example. Now in this case, I asked for the most likely diagnosis. Well, the first thing you notice is the left kidney is missing and there's a clip. So the patient, I guess you could have had trauma or infection, but when you look at the right kidney, you see multiple filling defects in the renal pelvis. And when you look at the bladder carefully on the axial imaging at about the level of the right UV junction at about seven o'clock, you see an enhancing mass in the bladder. So now I'm saying left nephrectomy, tumor in the renal pelvis on the right, and bladder mass. 
This is multifocal transitional cell carcinoma. It's not going to be a renal cell or Clare cell, and it's not the appearance of TB. I guess only looking at a missing kidney, you could say maybe the patient had renal cell, but the appearance of everything we see here, beautiful example of multifocal transitional cell carcinoma. This patient has abdominal pain, acute abdomen. What's going on? You look at the axial imaging, it's the classic mass effect appearance of an intussusception. And you can see it very nicely on the volume rendered views as well. You can see the stretching of branches off the SMA, that telescoping of the intussusception. Now, intussusceptions can be due to malignant tumors or benign tumors. You can see them without tumors like in sprue or Crohn's disease. But in this case, you can see there's a mass within the intussuscepted portion. Uh, this patient also has an additional masses in the small bowel. Look at the left lower quadrant. There's a mass in the patient's bowel as well. And this patient, in fact, had multiple masses. And this was, in fact, a patient with Pouts-Jaeger syndrome. But the cause for the pain is intussusception. Just a beautiful, beautiful example. Now, in this case, I ask you what's the best diagnosis for this patient with chest pain. Axial imaging faint calcifications, which correspond to a dilated left ventricle, which is dilated and irregular. And if I showed you the 4D, there was thinning of the uh, myocardium. The ventricle was enlarged, a classic appearance for left ventricular aneurysm. It's not endocarditis, it's not myocarditis, and this has nothing to do with Marfan's disease. What about this case? Well, this is kind of interesting. Patient's posteriostomy was now having pain. What's going on? What you see on the coronal view, volume rendering, as well as on the cinematic rendering, is dilated loops of bowel, so you're thinking obstruction. Now, maybe it's simply adhesions. That's unlikely. Maybe it's post-op change, ileus related to the recent surgery. But when you look at the lumen, this high-density material, that is blood. There's a question of a little dot on one of the small bowel loops, a bit lower. And perhaps this is the site of bleeding, but whether you're looking at the volume rendering or the cinematic, this is a patient with bleeding into the small bowel, beautifully shown based on its high density. And this was due to a small bleed in this patient who was post-op. Patient with weight loss, what's the best diagnosis? You see a large mass involving the lower esophagus and GE junction and gastric fundus. If I only showed you the image on the right, you would say gastric cancer, maybe lymphoma, perhaps a GIST tumor. Image on the left, esophageal cancer, very bulky, maybe lymphoma, something growing up from below or coming up down. So lymphoma is in the differential. Adenocarcinoma G junction alone is kind of bulky for that, but I guess I couldn't say no. It's not extramedullary hematopoiesis that would show enhancement and surely doesn't have the appearance. This was an unusual case. This was a gastrointestinal stromal or GIST tumor of the GE junction and was read as a uh, GIST tumor of the stomach growing upward. GIST tumors can occur anywhere, small bowel, large bowel, colon, esophagus, stomach, 70% are in the stomach. This is very unusual. I hardly ever see a case that kind of crosses esophagus and stomach junction. Just a beautiful example. The patient at GI bleed, what's the cause? When you look on the axial images, you see in the bowel loop just to the left of midline, a high density zone and a low density zone. 
And when you look at it on the coronal view, you can see it's the proximal jejunum, and it's smooth with calcifications. What is it? Well, it's not the appearance of varices. It's not the appearance of angiodysplasia, which show multiple branch vessels that are dilated. It's not the appearance of a carcinoid tumor, which is typically vascular, but I guess it's not always going to be vascular. GIST tumors can be vascular as well, but not always, and it's more likely for GIST to calcify or a carcinoid. Well, they both can calcify, but it's unusual to find a carcinoid that has basically no vascularity, so I would have to go with a small bowel tumor. I probably would have picked something like an adenocarcinoma or metastasis, but this was, and since it's your only choice, a GIST tumor with dystrophic calcification, and you can see the mass effect. So, my friends, there was a 10 incredible cases. I got them all right. I guess I knew the answer and I chose the cases, but that's just not the point. Hopefully you got them all right, but even if you got none of them right, hopefully you learned something, and hopefully when you see these findings again, you'll be right on the money. And with that, have a great day and see you later.